Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you they have terrific financing going on right now. But uh, they have something for everybody's budget, whether it's uh, the, the beautiful, beautiful wood interior, exterior windows and doors. They've got Impervia, which is stronger than fiberglass. They have vinyl. They have different hardware. They have ro- different innovations like the roll screen, the hidden screen, slider windows, you name it. But the best part about it is no matter what you get, it's going to make your house more economical. The curb appeal is going to be a lot better. And in addition to that, it makes your house more valuable and safe and secure. So many different reasons to check out our friends at Pella. Go to P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. Steve says, is it possible now for Lamar Jackson to slide in and get into the Jets uh, discussion before Rodgers? Anything's possible. I think it's highly unlikely, but anything's possible. You know, maybe the Jets say, hey, if, if this is going to continue to drag out with Aaron Rodgers, maybe uh, maybe they'll get into the mix, but um, pretty much doubt it at this point. Um, I just, I, I just uh, think that they have set their sights on Aaron Rodgers, and that's the direction they want to go. And so I, uh, I, I don't see... I don't see it really heading in that direction, but, you know. Uh, and, again, the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers, um, and, and I'm going to address some of this today, but I'll tell you this. There's a lot of people in New York that are blind. And I, I don't I don't mean to be a total jackass, but th- some of them are blind. They really are. The Jets don't have a quarterback. The Packers do. The Jets have, have publicly said they're all in. The Packers just said they would see what happens between Aaron Rodgers and the team and the franchise and and give Aaron what he wants. The Packers wanted Aaron Rodgers to be all in. The door was open. All he had to do was walk through it. He chose not to. This whole thing about Aaron Rodgers being treated poorly, that the Jets are in the catbird seat, they don't have to make a deal. Packers don't have to make a deal if the Packers don't get I'll tell you this if the Packers don't get a deal before the trade deadline there's no way in hell they're trading him before June 1st then none you you'd be stupid to you'd wait for that cuz that way you can alleviate some of that cap hit after June 1st now you wouldn't want to take it all the way to opening day the first day of the new year and then have to pay him all of that money but <laughs> if you don't get a deal done by uh, by the the trade deadline, or excuse me, by the um, by the NFL uh, draft, Packers have no reason. This this is New Yorkers don't get it, man. They're either just stupid, ignorant, arrogant, all the above. The whole thing about the, well, the Jets don't have to make a move. The Jets don't. They can wait. The Packers are desperate. Packers aren't desperate. They know what they've got. The only thing the Packers have is is they've got this amount of money that they've got to figure out. Other than that, nah. They're 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 okay. So for for them to say, you know, well, Lamar Jackson's in a minute, okay. All right, so we won't get a draft choice. That's fine. And if, you know, the other the other argument I heard over the weekend was, well, remember they just made that trade and therefore they picked up a, the Cleveland second round pick. They've got two second round picks which equal a 17th pick and it's like, well, then take it. Then give up your thirteenth pick and then keep your two first round or your two second round picks. If it's that great a deal, take it. 
Bill, Robert Sala at owners' meetings also just said, quote, Zach Wilson will be our number two quarterback. Right. Their hand is Zach, on the table Zach, face up. Right. I mean, Zach Wilson has already said, I'm going to make life rough for Aaron Rodgers back when all of this or whatever incoming quarterback came in. He already said he was going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's scared of Zach Wilson, you know. And Woody Johnson said, we'll do whatever it takes. There was uh, throwing your cards on the table. Flying out to meet with Aaron Rodgers, there's throwing your cards on the table. Trading, or not trading, but signing Alan Lazard is throwing all your cards on the table. And all the, all the Packers are doing is pissing off Aaron Rodgers. He's going to come back mad and angry. So what? The Packers don't play the Jets. Who cares? And the Jets aren't going to the Super Bowl. Who cares? So what? So what does that mean? Like the Packers are supposed to be afraid. What are the Packers afraid of? <laughs> you know, well, if they meet in the Super Bowl, do you think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl this year? I mean, <laughs> everybody hold on to that. Don't say it work. Not yet. Okay. Come on. What Jets fan out there thinks that in some way, shape, or form, all the Packers are doing is pissing off Aaron Rodgers? They gave him, in the eyes of the grand scheme of it all, they did every, when he came back a couple of years ago, two days before camp, and gave that long dissertation about everything that sucks about the organization and being treated like a piece of meat, the Packers did everything he wanted. Everything. They brought back Randall Cobb. He was serviceable. Not for the money, but he was serviceable. Kept Mercedes Lewis. Serviceable. Kept Alan Lazard. Serviceable. Tanyan. Serviceable. I could win with these guys. Well, you didn't. You didn't. We said, put your money where your mouth is. Well, I got a thumb. I got a thumb. It's hurt. It's hurt. Sorry. They did everything you wanted. Why does this look bad on the Packers? Because you don't want to come back? Because you went into the darkness? Because all they wanted all they wanted from you was for you to be all in and you weren't? How is how in the world is that the Packers' fault? I, I just I, I don't get it. Somebody please convince me of it. I think the devil's advocate side, Bill, is that if all of Roger's words are taken 100% at truth on the Pat McAfee show and all those other outlets, right? then he painted the Packers front office as obviously that way and how they treat veterans. If, if you just look at that relationship side and then also think about what he said the timeline was of them mm-hmm. letting him know or not letting him know he's getting traded, that would be the one side where, where people would be unhappy with the front office. Although if- I, I don't believe all of that timeline to be completely true. I I completely agree with you. If you took everything Rogers said at face value, you will then have realized, as we did, we've been either misled or lied to. And the problem is, as my dad said for years and years and years, he'd put his hand on my shoulder and he'd say, son, you can't put the back in the horse. Because once you lie and you do it over and over and over again or you mislead people, 
you, you lose that credibility. That'll never come back, ever. So when you go on McAfee and you want to pontificate about all these things, why don't you sit your ass down in front of a, a few real reporters and answer questions honestly if you always, quote, want to get the real truth out? Because that's, that's his words. That's not mine. I'm not saying that. My argument always is if you really want to get the truth out, then let's get it out. But going to McAfee and, and not having truthful, honest follow-up questions and then saying that's the truth when you're telling either a half-truth. Like I said, did you tell the Packers before you went into the darkness that you were 90% into retirement? Because I can't believe if you said that, they would have been shopping you around. Or they might have been looking at it as, you know, he's not fully committed. Therefore, if he comes out and wants to play, he's not committed to playing football. We're going to go ahead and get rid of him. Would you blame them? Doesn't, doesn't get asked that, doesn't answer that. Did you? How many times did they try to contact you? Because according to the Packers, word leaked out that they tried to contact you numerous times, of which you never texted, you never answered. Is this true? If so, how many times? Did you call Goody? Did you talk to Goody and tell him your intentions? When you asked about actually being, quote, shopped around, was it Goody was answering the phone because Woody Johnson was calling? And they just said, hey, how much for Aaron Rodgers? And he just said, I don't know. You tell me. Was it a conversation like that? Or were they actively contacting other teams saying, we've got Aaron Rodgers. What would you give us for him? He doesn't answer that. You know why? Because he'll never answer that. Either one, he doesn't know, or two, he doesn't want you to know. Again, it's what he doesn't say speaks as loudly as what he does say. So this whole thing about the Packers should be ashamed of themselves and they're treating Aaron Rodgers, you know, poorly and he's pissed off. Why? Why? For a guy, first of all, that doesn't listen to the outside world, why in the world would he be mad? Secondly, if he if he believes he's going to be an MVP, then why would the Packers not want the most value out of him? Why? I, I don't get it. I think it's completely East Coast, bias, ridiculous, head-up-your-ass type of scenario right now. The Packers have a quarterback. They've got a high-paid quarterback that clearly doesn't want to be there. They're trying to get him to the right place, but they're not just going to give him away. They're going to get the most of what they can for him. They also want to rebuild their team, but the Jets have to hold on to that 13th pick to get Aaron Rodgers, an offensive lineman, to protect him. I thought two two second rounds was as good as one first round. That's what everybody's saying. If that's the case, then keep your two second rounds. Or better yet, trade with the Packers. Give the Packers the 13th plus the two second rounds. And you move back to 15. So you flip-flop in the, in the first round. Give them the two second rounds. That way the Packers are picking ahead of you. Or just shut up, give away your 13th, keep your two second rounds, and you're good to go. It's like having a first-round pick, right? Come on. It is, but it isn't because we all know that's crap. So I'm, I, I don't know how the Packers in any way, shape, or form are doing any disservice to a player or any disservice to their team or any disservice to the rest of the league. They've done nothing but proven that all they want to do is get the most out of a guy that says he can win the MVP and give him what he wants, and that was to play for the New York Jets. Nothing else. How do they look bad? Explain it to me. 
877-867-1670. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, got a lot more to get to. Would love to hear from you on this. Am I, am I like way off? If I'm way off base on this, bring me correct. Or do you agree and just go, you know what? Let them sit. Because once you get past the draft, don't forget, if you make a deal after June 1st, you can split up that that uh, that salary cap hit. So, you, you know, the Packers have zero incentive to get the deal done prior to. It's not like they need to get their player into camp. They've got their players, whereas the Jets, they got to get their guy into camp. And, oh, by the way, I was asked a question, and I don't know this, and if somebody knows it, let me know. But they said, well, in the meantime, Aaron Rodgers is going to work out with his guys, his new guys, out in California. I, I mean, I guess you can do it at specific camps, but I don't know if you can bring in other teams' players when you're still under contract with a different team. I don't know if you can do that. So if somebody knows the intricacies of that, let me know. I, I, I don't know. Somebody asked me that this morning and said, uh, if Rodgers decides to work out with all the Jets guys, can he do that? I I think on their own time, I think maybe they can because a lot of players go and work out together in different areas. But I just don't know what kind of tampering or what have you. I don't know what that is. I don't know once you've given a team permission to talk to a guy. I don't know if that means. I, I don't know. Maybe the Packers would give give him permission. I, but I think out outside of uh, the team facilities, I think you can kind of do what you want. I think he can do what he wants. But I, I, if somebody's got uh, something different to that, let me know. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Good crowd over there over the weekend, and a lot of people stopping in, checking out March Madness, even some of the golf and such that was on this past weekend, some of the NBA games, Bucks game this past weekend as well. But a nice weekend over at the Sunset Grill, and they continue on. Fish Fry Friday coming up. They've got bingo uh, coming up on Tuesday night. Uh, also, if you're looking for something to do, again, Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake on Prospect Avenue. Give them a call, 262-696-4578, or follow them on Facebook. That's the Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on Lamar Jackson says in regards to my future plans he's asked for a trade from the Ravens organization because they don't value him he says you're all great but I had to make a business decision that was best for me and my family talking uh, talking to the uh, the fans of the Baltimore Ravens so Lamar Jackson now uh, has told everybody publicly he has requested a trade while he said back on March 2nd is when he actually requested the trade. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that drama continues. He can request a trade all he wants. It's whether or not they honor it. Uh, we all know though, you know, money buys the loyalty. So if they pay him what he feels he's worth, he'll go back. He has to do what's best for his family. I love it when they say that. That's such a that's such a joke. So they've offered you 130 million. It's not best for my family. Can't feed my family. When you throw that in 
you lose all credibility. When will athletes stop doing that? It's one thing if you say, you know what, I want to move closer to home. My kids need to be there near their grandparents or something. That's best for your family. But when you're offered $130 million guaranteed and you want $250 million guaranteed plus and you can't meet in the middle, that's not doing what's best for your family. What's best for your family would be, okay, I'll play out the one more year that I have on the contract. Uh, and because I've been hurt all the time, chances are I won't make it through this season, so I won't be able to even up my budget that, at that point in time as Lamar Jackson finds out that he's banged up all you know the last couple of years. And then he says, okay, because it'll be, what, $34, $40 million he'll make this year? That's not best for my family. Athletes who say that are pathetic because they're trying to make you in some way, shape, or form understand. In other words, your family has become so accustomed to making hundreds of millions of dollars that you can't go back to merely making $40 million or $35 million. You can't do that. And it's not like you got an agent to pay. You're your own agent. It's, they don't value me. It's, it's what's best for my family. Remember when Latrell Sprewell was offered an $11 million contract and he said he couldn't feed his family on that? I love it when athletes pull the it's not good for my family card. You know, it's such a it's it's such a cop out. You just you there there's certain things you can't say and that's one of them. That's one of them. But he said it. Got to do what's best for the family. Just can't do anything else. Just can't do it. Can't do it. 877-867-1670. This one is from uh, Marlene who says, uh, I hope the Aaron Rodgers saga gets settled quickly. I think we all have fatigue. While I love Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, I am just sick of the situation. Good or not, I just want it to be over with. By the way, in your motorcycle ride, my husband and I just bought a brand-new Indian. Is that okay? Oh, of course. First of all, yes to both both statements. Well, well, statement and your question. Yes, first of all, I think a lot of people are just that way. In just talking to people, and whether this is your conversation that you have had with people or my conversation with people, it's not that people don't think Rodgers is good. There's some people that think he's past his prime, he's over the hill, he's not going to win him anything, or the team isn't capable of winning. So I understand that. But for the most part, I think the large portion of, of people that I talk to, it's not that they don't like Rodgers. They just don't like the tactics he's taken, and they're tired of it, and they just want to move on. They want the, the tornadic winds to end. So that's where a lot of people are at. To, and to go back to your question, yeah, uh, our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, that starts at the Harley Museum which we were very proud to announce about a month ago, um, is, uh, yes, it's open to all bikes. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're driving an Indian, riding an Indian, uh, Kawasaki, Honda, doesn't matter, uh, or Harley-Davidson. Come on down. Come on down. We take everybody. We do, And remember, we, we, don't, we don't discriminate. You know why? Because it's, it's about the charity. It's about, you know, supporting veterans, Fisher House, Wisconsin, military members, their families. That's the reason we do it. So just an FYI. You know, so, uh, yeah, we take everybody. 
So thank you so much for asking, though, Marlene. I appreciate that. Really do. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike listening to us on our great affiliate up in Tomahawk. Mike, how you doing, man? What's up? Pretty good. I was thinking uh, about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. You say they're in a good spot. They don't have to. They're not under pressure. But I think if they have somebody like New York that wants them, rid of them. Uh, if they don't get rid of him, then what do they tell uh, if he stays with the Packers till next year? Then what? What happens to Love? What happens to Rodgers? That's going to be a mess. It, it would be, but you don't. You're not desperate until say you know a week or so before the season. I mean, at that point in time, the Jets would be desperate because the Jets don't have a quarterback, so they'll be desperate. The Packers are going to be desperate at that time to get rid of him. But right now. Uh, the team that's kind of sitting in the less desperation mode seat is the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion, just because they don't have to do anything. They'd love to get that draft choice, but if they don't get it, then it, then it behooves them to hang on to them until well after June 1st when they can spread out that, that cap money over a two-year period if they trade them. So I, if I'm the Packers and I'm not getting what I want, then I'll hang on to him for a while. And if I'm the Jets and I've already committed everything publicly to Aaron Rodgers, then you would look like a fool if you don't go all in and you let this deal slip through your fingers, both publicly and to the detriment of your own team. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but if the Packers don't get rid of them and stay to have them for another year, they're going to look like fools. No, they would look bad in, in that sense, absolutely. But, again, appreciate the phone call. But when it comes down, first of all, the, the deal's going to get done. I, I, I completely understand that people keep saying, oh, the deal's not done. It'll get done. I'm not worried about that. That deal is going to get done. However, if I'm the Packers, when we talk about the desperation mode, and my point was not necessarily saying whether the Packers should or shouldn't trade them away. That's true. My point is, is that the Green Bay Packers don't have to right now in this sense that the Packers are doing some sort of disservice to Aaron Rodgers, they're treating veteran players bad, they're being obstinate, they, quote, dug their heels in because Aaron Rodgers said so. Well, didn't he also say that he was going to, you know, he has the capability to win an MVP this year? Well, why would I want to trade away an MVP for less than a first-round draft choice? Doesn't make sense, does it? When you think about it in that vernacular, why would I want to trade a guy that, yeah, he said he could win one or two more? He's ready to go. He's ready to play. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's going to set the world on fire. For all the reasons a guy like Teddy Bruschi gave on Get Up This Morning, which I found, and I like Teddy because Teddy's got a lot of good thoughts on this one. He is completely 100% wrong. Wrong. And to say that, that the Packers are doing a disservice and pissing Aaron Rodgers off, who cares? Who, who cares at this point? They did everything he wanted, gave him the guys he wanted, kept the players around him he wanted, paid him what he wanted, gave him the contract that he wanted. They did everything he wanted. And all they asked for in return was, quote, the return on our investment, which is we want you to be all in. And he didn't want to do that. He earned the right not to. Okay, that's fine. But we want you all in. You can't, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, a relationship is a two-way street. That's it. 
I don't know what else to what else to, to to say. I mean, that's who can argue with that. And for all you know, when people say, "Well, this is what Aaron said," but Aaron has said a lot of things, and has talked out of both sides of his face. So if I'm the Packers, this is what I want. If you don't want to make the deal, then don't. Walk away. And we'll give Aaron the opportunity. You either come back and play quarterback the best you can for the Green Bay Packers or retire or give us an option number two to trade you to. And we'll work with them. But this is not the the Aaron Rodgers Packers. This is the Green Bay Packers. And we're done kowtowing to a quarterback who doesn't want to be all in. Yeah, he, as he says, I'm all in during the during the season. But what about the offseason? When everybody else is out working out with their new guys, with the receivers, they're doing all this different stuff, and he, he doesn't want to do that anymore. And that's fine. That's his prerogative. But don't act like it's some kind of a, a detriment to the team when all they ask is that you be all in. Like the team is asking to be, you know, un, something unreasonable, especially when you only have a couple of years left in your career. Why would you not do everything you can to be successful? 877 867 877 867-1670. Uh, this is from uh, this is from Rick. Rick says, uh, what about if Lamar Jackson goes to the Jets? Well, then Baltimore's going to be looking for a quarterback, aren't they? There's still probably a couple of franchises out there that if uh, if they called and said, hey, this is what we would offer you, the Packers would consider it. The problem is that Aaron Rodgers could still ultimately retire. Well, that's okay, because that money then is already accounted for. It would be very funny if the Jets are so not willing to give a first-round pick for Rodgers, then they turn around and give three first-round picks and a guaranteed contract to Lamar. Right? That's what I'm saying. It, it would be utterly ridiculous. Now, the argument could be made that Lamar is a former MVP, and that he's got more longevity in the league than Aaron Rodgers does. Sure. So you can make that argument, but again, you you're doing it for Lamar Jackson. Does Lamar want to play with Alan Lazard? Uh, right. Mercedes Lewis. I think he does. Nathaniel Hackett. I think he, I think he does. I, I I just think Lamar Jackson is uh, a very talented quarterback. I've never knocked his total overall talent, but his throwing ability out of the pocket is not nearly as good as other quarterbacks. He is not Patrick Mahomes. He is not Josh Allen. He he's he's hell. He's not Kirk Cousins. Out of the pocket, he is an athletic, running quarterback. And there is a lifespan to them. And whether he's used his up, I don't know. But over the last two years, he certainly has been the guy that's been banged up. So, so in the whole uh, thing with his knee, some people intimated that, well, he's not coming back in the postseason because he's holding out so he can stay completely healthy for his argument in the offseason to get paid. So, in other words, when your team needed you the most in the postseason, you bailed on them for the money. And I get it because your body's your commodity. I understand that. But there is a certain level of heart to a player as well and certain level of pride to a player as well. And some players are only motivated by money. And if that's the case, how much motivation does he have once he gets paid? 
So a lot of that become, you know, the old adage is, is that during times of adversity, character is revealed. We're seeing a lot of that on display right now in many different facets. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, Merlin says, did Rodgers want two rookies at the wide receiver position? No, he wanted Devontae Adams and a rookie. He didn't want two wide. He didn't want three rookies at the wide re- receiver position. But my question is, Merlin, whose fault is that? The Packers could not deal with anybody that year prior because they didn't know what contractually they were going to have with Rodgers because Rodgers waited so long. The the primary focus the last two three off seasons has been Aaron Rodgers, and the year that Devontae Adams during the season spoke once openly about the team talking to him. And when he was asked specifically, what have the conversations been like? And he very emphatically said, they're not talking to me. That should have been an indicator that he was pretty pissed off. But the Packers basically said, we can't. We, we, we can lay down whatever you want. But until we know what Rodgers is going to do and what he's going to want to come back, we can't go out giving big contracts right now. We can't do that. So, Devontae, at that point in time, made the decision, no matter what the Packers did, he was gone. He wanted to move somewhere else. And then he basically pinned him in a corner saying, I'm going to to Oakland or to Las Vegas. That was it. He just wanted to go there. Therefore, they didn't get as much as they would have hoped for him because he had already predetermined where he was going to go. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free. Just a lot of plot twists to all of this stuff. And I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and just basically breaking all this down. But there's just so many thoughts. And, and sometimes you just got to look at what the facts are sitting under, right there in front of you in, in all of this. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up uh, if you want to give us a shout. Uh, Merlin says they offered him more than the Raiders after he had decided to leave Merlin, not the year before. And no, they couldn't have done it before the Rodgers deal. Because a, a season prior, they were up against the cap as well, remember? No, they couldn't. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. We got more coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.